1: I'm Vioza. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio,
2: a radiophonic novela, which is a fancy way of saying a a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9 Love Love at at First first listen. Listen.
5: The old moving and shaking baseball style, welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Mather Show, one after another, it's it's, it's an assembly line as we are in the air everywhere, constituents, as we provide a voice to the voiceless, those that choose not to speak, we are Hanging out coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and beyond on the vast and mighty powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the whale. And how do you eat a whale? One bite at a time. We are broadcasting live from the tire rack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection Fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And our lead this hour, coming from baseball, twas the night before the trade deadline, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. As we count down, second by second, minute by minute, hour by hour, to the final moments of the 2023 MLB trade deadline and the visions of sugar plums, or actually good players, they are dancing in your heads. And oh, what fun it is! Now, if you've not heard the latest, then possibly not. Maybe you're doing some other stuff here. You missed it. So, the New York Metropolitans, they suck, by the way. The New York Metropolitans, they were supposed to be good. And they have redefined the worst team that money can buy, the New York Mets. Well, uh, the Mets uh, have Justin Verlander. He's hanging on by a thread at this hour. The biggest name on the auctioning block, Verlander, uh, at 6 p.m. That's when the music stops, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 o'clock in the West. That is the baseball trade deadline. There is no waiver trade period. They got rid of that a couple years ago, so this is it. If you don't make a trade by 6 o'clock Eastern, sorry, you're done. Uh, That's it. You're not getting anyone to help you out. But Justin Verlander is the big name here, and when the music stops, we'll find out where he goes. The Mets have already unloaded Max Scherzer. They got rid of his old ass, sending him to the Texas Rangers to try to get in the playoffs there in Arlington with our caller, Ed in Arlington, the only guy that's consistently called Fox Sports Radio over the years to talk about the Texas Rangers. Uh, That's it. Uh, That's it. Uh, And the Mets made some other minor trades, which aren't real sexy, so we don't need to mention them uh, right now. But Verlander is the big one. We're told there is a bit of a speed bump for Verlander. Uh, He's got a – what is it, you ask? He's got a vesting option. I know you're very concerned about the contractual status of millionaire ballplayers, but uh, Justin Verlander has a – Vesting option in uh, for 2025. So, basically, if he pitches 140 innings, he will end up qualifying for that 2025 option. Verlander is currently sitting at 94 and a third innings pitch. So, if you do the math, there's a couple months left in the baseball season. Barring some kind of issue with the health of Verlander, he is tracking to go over the 140 innings pitched. And if he gets traded, you would assume he's going to pitch many more innings than that. The rest of the way he'll go way past 140 as he's only 40, uh, 46 innings less than that away from that number. So let us discuss the question. Because there's some people in New York who are like, ah, there's, the, the Mets might not be able to trade Verlander and all this because of this, this hiccup in the contract. So, as we discuss what are the odds that Justin Verlander is out of here. That he is traded from the Mets. And so I am going to set the Mallor odds on this. We open up the Sports Sportsbook for these kind of things. I'm going to set the odds on this at minus 550. So that implies an 85% chance that Verlander is outskis from the Metropolitans. He's going somewhere else. I've got shoots and ladders, nickel, and king kong. And we will combine all of these things together, and we are going to make a nice stomach ache, which is what my friends who are Mets fans have right now, and I like to text them to remind them that they all told me back in February and March that this was the year of the Mets, and it was all over the Dodgers and the Braves and all these other teams. Forget about it. It was all about the Mets. Well, okay. How's that working out? Now... Uh, to begin here, number one, there we go. Uh, the, there, there are no ifs and buts about this. The Mets have to trade Justin Verlander and spoiler alert. The Mets are going to trade Verlander anything less than his ass being traded out of New York. Uh, there is no wiggle room. Anything less than that is a dereliction of duties. By the front office of the Mets, it would be mismanagement. Once they hit the eject button on Mad Max, sending him to Texas, they had to get rid of Verlander. The whole model was, hey, we're going to go with these old geezer pitchers by baseball standards and see how that goes. They did it for about 100 games, and they didn't like what they had there. They waved the white flag with Scherzer, and now they have to do the same thing. They tried to wind back the clock. And it did not work. It backfired spectacularly. Got to change the spark plugs. Didn't quite work. And Verlander and Scherzer are, based on the comps, not going to get better at this point. I think you watch enough baseball. You you know the same things that I know watching baseball, that the older player outside of tremendous pharmaceuticals and cheating with all kinds of gobbledygook uh, does not normally go So, well, once you get into your mid to late 30s and both of these guys, well, Scherzer's already 40 and Verlander's chasing behind him in the age game. So where does Justin Verlander end up? The suspects that are interested, supposedly, it breaks my heart, the Dodgers are interested, but I've heard that at this point, the Dodgers will not be getting Verlander barring some kind of last second change. But they've been mentioned uh, Verlander would prefer to go to the A-holes in Houston, he would like to go back there. The Giants have been mentioned, or they don't spend money on anybody. The Atlanta Braves, the Orioles have also been mentioned as well. So there's varying degrees of interest. But the smart money says, when in doubt, bet on the den of inequity. That Verlander will go back to his happy place, his nirvana, there in Houston, and go back to the uh, the. The most despicable franchise in North American sport, the Houston Astros. And it just fits like a glove. It just fits like a glove. Now, elsewhere around baseball, why are the contending Red Sox, although they've not done well here, they had a bad series against the Giants, lost a couple games late and now lost to Seattle here on Monday night. But why are the Red Sox, a contending team in the wild card race, one of those faux contenders, looking to unload Alex Verdugo the Ralph this story continues to be on the front burner. We talked about it in a previous episode of the show. And so the uh, psychoanalyst, if you will, in me, analyzing what the Red Sox are doing here, that the executives there have been annoyed, somebody with the Red Sox who's got some influence, annoyed by Alex Verdugo that he rubbed people the wrong way. We mentioned this And if you watch the guy play, he acts like he is one of the five top players in baseball. Uh, And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, that is not the case. Uh, I don't even know he's one of the five best players in the Red Sox this year. But the way he carries himself, he's got some diva tendencies. And he's a nickel kind of player, Alex Verdugo. Unfortunately, he's a wooden nickel. Uh, He can hit a little bit. He's got one more year of arbitration. And then he's going to try to get a massive bag, and maybe somebody will give it to him, although he's an outfielder. Those are a dime a dozen. He is not, it would appear, that in the long-term plans, even though he was acquired by Boston from the Dodgers in the Mookie Betts trade. That he's uh, He's got one foot out the door, so we'll see if that actually does happen. A lot of chatter, not any action yet on Alex Verdugo. The Mariners are holding a liquidation sale in Seattle, in fact, I understand at this hour, our caller, Robbie the Mariner fan, can be had. He's got a big asking price, but you can get Robbie the Mariner fan uh, if you want. And a uh, Floria trades. A.J. Pollock goes to the Giants. Paul Seawald goes to Arizona, and that's their back-of-the-bullpen reliever. And we're told that Teoscar Hernandez is up next to be traded. The outfielder, the Phillies, the Blue Jays, the Gigantes interested in him. The Giants just got A.J. Pollock from the Mariners. And what else? Josh Hader in San Diego. Is he going to be traded? He's still out there. The Padres are trying to downplay that they're going to trade Josh Hader, even though he will likely leave at the end of the season via free agency. The Padres played a little better recently, so they've got some false hope that they're actually going to contend. Good luck on that. So it is a fluid situation as we count down to the six p.m. Eastern, trade deadline, 3 o'clock in the West, and there'll be lots of plot twists. We'll have in-depth team coverage all night long. If there are any trades announced in the wee hours on a full moon kind of a day, then we will be here with unbelievable minute-by-minute coverage, unless we're not. No, we will. We'll we'll do it live. We'll do it live. All right, final point. So I want to get away from the trading season because there's a story that got buried That's a good story, and I hate when good stories get buried. It involves Major League Baseball, the Angels of Anaheim, and their handling of a longtime employee. And so if you haven't been following along, the story got kicked away. It was not a story that got a lot of attention. I think it's a great story. The the Angels have reached an out-of-court settlement in a defamation lawsuit by somebody named Brian Harkins better known as Bubba, uh, this guy was a clubhouse attendant. Now, I used to cover the Angels regularly when I first got in the radio, a long time ago, and this guy was working there when I was around the Angels a lot back in the day at the Big A when they were called the California Angels still. Uh, and he was there. I mean, he's just a, a staple of the, the visiting clubhouse in Anaheim, and those clubhouse guys really run everything. They know all where all the, all the secrets are. They know everything. Um, the, the people who work in the clubhouses in Major League Baseball. That's just the way it is. And that's there's a certain pecking order. they do not get paid the most money, but they know everything. So this guy had worked for the Angels for over 30 years in the clubhouse at the Big A, and uh, he was fired. He was fired for distributing the sticky icky. Not that kind of sticky icky, the goo that you put on a baseball, the doctor of baseball. And so – the amount of the settlement was not announced. Now, from what I was told, Harkins was suing for a lot of money, uh, a lot of money, and uh, I assume he got a lot of money, although the final amount was not disclosed. But this has gone on for the th- three years. This has gone back and forth. In it was originally kicked out of court. It was appealed. It went back to court. And how big a deal is it that? Major League Baseball's Angels settled this lawsuit with a disgruntled former employee, the former equipment manager in Anaheim. So this is like King Kong and Godzilla. This is massive. It's massive, and it bothers me it's not getting more attention because uh, this thing's being swept under the rug – People are dismissing this, and they're not talking about it. It's a big story because Harkins knows, again, where all the bodies are buried, where all and the players love them. They, the players love the clubhouse guys in baseball. Uh, they they cater to all of their needs. They are conduits to the players. They get them whatever they want, whenever they want. Uh, and the Angels had assumed this would get thrown out of court. It didn't get thrown out of court. This thing dragged around for, as we said, multiple years through the legal system, because nothing moves slower than the justice system when it comes to these kind of things. And so the angels, what they've done here is they've caved. In the eyes of the court, a plea deal is not an admission of guilt, but in the eyes of the court of public opinion, it often is perceived that way, that this is guilt and everything's sealed up, so you don't know how much money uh, was, was given to this guy and all that. Uh, But the reason the Angels capitulated is because they were supposed to start jury selection on Monday. And if this thing went to trial, oh my God, it would have been a disaster for Major League Baseball and the Angels. Because what I had heard, the word is that Harkins had lined up a bunch of well-known name brand players of years gone by that were willing to testify on his behalf in court against the Angels in Major League Baseball, that this guy, uh, Bubba, was a scapegoat by Rob Manford, another botched deal. It was collateral damage by Rob Manford and all that for the sticky stuff. And uh, Harkins, I, again, he, the guy was beloved. And all the, the biggest names in baseball, they loved this guy. And uh, and we're, we're talking to some of the guys who were still playing, Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, Garrett Cole, the Yankees. And so instead of –
0: With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
7: The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. It's that simple. Order online at That's Zyn.com. That's zy to start your new journey today with the Zyn 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
3: Do you love Selena?
4: Like, really love?
3: Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano.
0: And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon.
3: We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.
4: The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe
5: Well, for now, it is welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, ordinary people, as we know how to get results coast to coast, border to border and beyond, on the vast and herculeanly powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the form In fighting form, we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way that tire buying should be. And our lead this hour coming from the window shopping The window shopping of the sporting world. Now, this is not about the MLB trade deadline, although it is at 6 o'clock here on this first day of August, as we uh, welcome in the West Coast, still back in July in the Hawaiian Islands and Alaska, but for the rest of us, it is now the first of August, and Dalvin Cook is right. Another Dalvin Cook-related Mallard monologue. The free agent running back late of the Minnesota Vikings. Dalvin Cook visiting the Jets over the weekend, and he was given a rambunctious welcome with rhythmic chanting. They were chanting the man's name. We played it for you yesterday on the show. The uh, Dalvin Cook signed the contract and all that at Jets camp. So does this mean that a deal is intimate? that it's about to happen uh, between New York and Dalvin Cook. Well, if you have not heard, and and maybe, maybe not, uh, we are told that the Jets, while they enjoyed their chit-chat with Dalvin Cook, they had a great time, likely had a good meal and all that, uh, they did not get the impression that Dalvin Cook was all that interested in playing for the Jets, or for that matter, anyone else. Uh, that they hung out, they had a nice time, they talked some ball, and Dalvin Cook soaked in all the attention that he could get from the Jets fans, and then he went on his merry way. And, and so here we are, continuing to play the waiting game as it goes on and on. So let us discuss. The question, is Dalvin Cook just a big tease? Is that what Dalvin Cook is? So I'm nodding my head yes at this point. I'm nodding my head yes, although he is a – strategic tease is the way I will describe it, a strategic tease. I've got twiddling cardboard box and a Dua Lipa, and we will combine all of these things together, and we are going to make a nice pitch. The uh, The field, the pitch is what we're going to make. So, A, Dalvin Cook has been treating this like he's a high school junior, and he is thinking about going to college and he's going on a tour of the different universities to try to decide where he wants to go to school. That's what Dalvin Cook is doing right now as he goes around to various NFL teams and chit-chats and tries to figure out what he's going to do. He's getting the lay of the land. The lay of the land is what he's getting here. The full picture, all the options, all the available options. Uh, But it is clear that he loves being wooed You could argue everyone loves being wooed. You like being wooed. I like being wooed. Everyone wants to be wooed. Woo me! Everyone, right? Woo, 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 woo. And right now, uh, he is the uh, best-looking person at the running back position, Dalvin Cook. So there's a lot of flirtation uh, that is going on. He's soaking up all the attention, the, the mating dance that goes on between teams as they try to seduce the free agents to come play for their team. And so the, the Jets are like, well, we want you. But he's like, nah, nah I, you know, I need a little more courtship. I need more courtship. I I have to play footsie. I got to get a little more warm and fuzzy before I'm ready to agree to a contract. Uh, so uh, so I'm not doing it uh, n- right now. I'm not going to do it. And uh, hubba, hubba, hubba. Uh, not going to happen. So uh, that's where we are. And you have a three-horse race at this point. You've got the Dolphins who are leading The Jets, and then after that, you've got the Patriots. Now, I mentioned this is strategic flirting, and the reason I'm going strategic flirting is because Dalvin Cook would prefer to play for the Dolphins, but the Dolphins know that he wants to play for them, and so they're playing hardball. They're like, "Eh, you know, if you want to play for us, that's fine, but we're not going to go crazy. But he wants them to go crazy, so it's driving him nuts. These other teams, like the Patriots, they like to bargain shop and the the Jets are interested, but it's like the Dolphins. The Dolphins are the one he wants to play for, but he's been unable to convince the Dolphins to give him a, a little more money, closer to cover the difference that he lost when the Vikings fired him and let him go. So you've got the Dolphins, Jets, and Patriots, all AFC teams. What about Buffalo? Well, Buffalo really hasn't shown much interest. And so he's perfectly fine using the strategic approach, Dalvin Cook, based on this side of the microphone, where he just kind of circles around the airport waiting for a runway to open up that he wants and meandering around and watching all the fanatics go crazy and scream his name. And he's also got, in addition to the Dolphins, the other variable here is Rice Krispies. Snap, crackle, pop. Because if you get snap, crackle, pop from some other team that has a star running back, then all of a sudden you're like, well, wait a minute, man. you can get some money somewhere else. If Derrick Henry, uh, God forbid, were to pop some kind of ligament, then would the Tennessee Titans call Dalvin Cook? They might. Right? Saquon Barkley would be injured with the Giants. Would Dalvin Cook get a call from the Giants? You can play that game, but he's – hoping to swim with the Dolphins, waiting for Miami to give him the green light. Now, part B of this, coming off an absolute puke bag of a season, Russell Wilson popped up. He's facing a lot of noise from uh, all factions, the media uh, making a big deal, NFL personnel making a big deal. One NFL personnel director, for example, called out Russell Wilson, said he's lost his athleticism that made him elusive and made him great when he was in his salad days in Seattle. Uh, so according to an, an unnamed executive to the Athletic behind a paywall, the quote was he, meaning Russell Wilson has lots uh, has lost has lost that athleticism and speed to make the plays that he used to make as far as extending the down uh, for receivers and to make plays down the field. He is still a capable passer, still a guy with a big arm. But I think, this unnamed executive said, I think he needs more things around him. Close quote. So is Russell Wilson's lack of speed and athleticism a big deal for the Broncos? Uh, And I'm going to shake my head no that it's not because here's why. those things you knew were going to go away. If you're the Denver Broncos, what did you think was going to happen? Did you think he was going to get better as he gets further and further down the line away from the prime years of his athletic career? I mean, mean, what are we doing here? I'm not saying those things aren't important. Obviously, they help. Uh, They certainly do help. But Mr. Unlimited was never – nimble-footed. This is not one of the all-time great running quarterbacks of our time. Uh, It's not. And you got to go back almost a decade. 2014 was the last time that Russ was even close to being a dominant runner with the football. As well, athleticism It's not necessarily running the ball and all that, but this You look at the cardboard box. What's in the box? You look at the cardboard box, but what's on the outside of the box? Not just what's inside the box, but what's outside of the box. You look at the fine print. Read the fine print. It's the circle of life in the NFL. Russell Wilson turns 35 during the NFL season. What you lose in athleticism is... You're supposed to make up for engumption and guile, right? isn't that how that's supposed to work? That's the selling point of the older players. Like, well, they're not as athletic, but you know, they got they got gumption, they got moxie. Uh, that's what they got. Those kind of words. And uh, now we anticipate that the Broncos are going to come out here and run the most vanilla, boring offense you have ever seen. That uh, Sean Payton is going to play hide the quarterback in plain sight. Would be stunned if they don't do that with a run-heavy offense, as much as you can do it. You can't run all the time in the modern NFL, but you start looking ahead, and you got to, you know, Benny versus the Penny is going to be here before you know it, and you start looking at the Broncos, you're like, okay, how are they going to play? They're going to play close to the vest. They're not going to throw the ball too much, rare and appropriate, uh, and and that's how they're going to play it with Russell Wilson until there's some sign of confidence that this guy has not completely lost it. Uh, all right, now the last word here—it's one other wrinkle that we need to talk about. And the Athletic unloaded on Ryan Tannehill in an off-the-record assault. This is the same story that had the quote about Russell Wilson. So they had several evaluators uh, who do not believe that Ryan Tannehill has what it takes to maximize the Tennessee Titans roster. It's not exactly an outrageous take. The money quote that I would like to parse here as we break down different quotes. So the money part of this, uh, the quote was, Ryan is a solid starter who has to be managed to prevent the big errors. Talking about Tannehill. But is often the byproduct of success at skill positions and defense. A Tannehill-led team can't win a Super Bowl. Close quote. Body blow, body blow, body blow. That last part, can't win a Super Bowl. Now, I have been one of the great critics in talk radio about Ryan Tannehill, taking many a cheap shot at Tannehill over the years. And as a gambler, I have benefited when Tannehill gets into a big game and Tennessee not able to run the ball and Tannehill usually chokes. Uh, I benefited from that. But I am here to say, even though I am a critic of Ryan Tannehill, I disagree with the hypothesis that Tennessee cannot get to a Super Bowl or even, dare I say, win with Ryan Tannehill. All right, so let, let me explain you why I, I'm taking that position. Now, this NFL executive who said the Titans can't win a Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill uh, is that fact or fiction. I, again, believe it's fiction. I'm going fiction on this. Uh, as big a critic of Ryan Tannehill as I am, I have seen enough of the NFL product over the years. And I'm not going to sit here and go tinfoil hat, say it's all scripted, although many do believe it is scripted. But I'm not going to do that. What I'm going to tell you is, in my life, in the media business, since I've been in the media business, you know, a few years before that when I was just hanging out, I wanted to be in the media business. But since I got into the biz, look at some of the total stiffs that have gotten to a Super Bowl. Some of them have won the Super Bowl. For example, Rex Grossman. Of the Chicago Bears, my guy Mark, who's in tonight, a Bears fan, Rex Grossman. <laughs> Makes no sense. It's illogical to think Rex Grossman did. Jared Goff. I know he's played better with the Lions. He wasn't that good with the Rams. Jared Goff was in a Super Bowl against the Patriots as the Rams starting quarterback. Matt Hasselbeck was Seattle years ago. Uh, Donovan McNabb, the guy puked in the Super Bowl. He wasn't very good. He got He was there with the Eagles. They got to the Super Bowl. Uh, you can go on, Colin Kaepernick, who had you know not that good a career in the NFL, got to a Super Bowl. And it, you look at the guys, they all lost, but you look at the guys that have won. And Eli Manning, very average, not that great a player, Eli Manning. Average NFL quarterback. But what happened? A couple of playoff runs, he was perfection. Uh, Joe Flacco, jump ball Joe with the Baltimore Ravens couple of crazy runs for the Ravens there. They had Joe Flacco. They had, uh, you know, back in the day, Trent Dilfer. Brad Johnson with Tampa Bay. Nick Foles. That's the greatest example. Nick effing Foles with the Philadelphia Eagles. And, hey, I, I, I am not going to dismiss Matthew Stafford. People said, I was told by everyone. My friend Rob Parker, uh, you know, Stat Patter and all that, everyone goofed on Matthew Stafford. But for one season, and more importantly for one month, Matthew Stafford was good, and the Rams won the Super Bowl. So that's the point, right? It can happen. It's like the Dua uh, Dua Lipa song, uh, Levitating. For one month, you have to levitate above all the other quarterbacks. You have to have an out-of-body experience, as Andrea would say. And if you have an out-of-body experience, then, yeah, you can do it. So do I think the Titans are going to win with Ryan Taylor? No. Do they have no chance? No. they, They have more than no chance to win. Uh, and and so that's my position on that. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to be part, 877-99 on Fox. That's 877-9966369. If you missed last hour, we had a big controversy on the show as a listener from Florida called up and absolutely undressed Sir Scratchoff, who then called up and spent five good minutes on the air lying and was caught red-handed multiple times in lies on the witness stand and laughed, laughed. Imagine being on trial for a felony, high crimes and misdemeanors, and you laugh at the judge. That's what Sir Scratchoff did. Shocking
6: revelation. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
5: Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know
4: me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. Well, what
5: you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray, depression. Anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer. Where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it, give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This
6: is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win!
0: Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zyn. Find your Zyn online or in a store near you at That's Zyn.com/find. That's Z Y N.com/find. Warning: This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
3: Do you love Selena?
4: Like really love?
6: It's Mallor. How about that? To the third degree. Fire it. This is when Big Ben gets grilled.
5: And the Koopaloo.
4: Over the weekend, uh, Philly's manager Rob Thompson suggested that Trey Turner could be in danger of losing his spot in the lineup. But Turner just signed an 11 year, $300 million deal with Philly. You think this is just a down year for Turner, or
5: should Philly fans be worried? No, I think my first thought is sometimes the best deals you make are the ones you don't make. The Dodgers wanted to keep Trey Turner. He didn't want to play in L.A. He's 30 years old. He's an East Coast guy. He's from Florida. He wanted to play on the East Coast, so he goes to Philadelphia. He's supposed to be in the prime of his career still. He's in a ballpark, which is a hitter's paradise, and it's you absolutely have to be worried. He wanted... He wanted to be there. His batting average has dropped 100 points over the last couple of years. This is problematic. Next! It was reported this weekend that the Clippers are, quote, in no
4: rush to sign Kawhi Leonard to a contract yeah. extension. Ben, do you think there's a chance that the Clippers
5: don't sign him to an extension at all? Well, those toilets at the Intuit Dome are very expensive, Loop, and you can't pay everybody. Uh, no, I, I'm, I hope the Clippers wait a little bit. Kawhi Leonard's been an abject failure. He hasn't played. He doesn't appear to want to play. And so what are we doing? I'd rather have some stiff that at least wants to play. Kawhi would rather hang out at his casa in San Diego. Enough already. Next. Well, he
4: hasn't played in the majors since 2018, but this weekend Bartolo Colon officially announced his retirement. Job well done, Bartolo. Yes, Ben, he may not be a Hall of Famer,
5: but is he the greatest fat athlete of all time? Unpopular opinion. He's the most fun fat athlete, but not the greatest. You got CC Sabathia, David Wells, among pitchers, right? My, my favorite fat athlete, Charles Barkley. Or Shaquille O'Neal at the end of his run with the Lakers. How do we do? He passes it. That is a win. You can put it on the board. I
6: won the game. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Now, <laughs> Mallard's Mountain of Money.
0: Lord, that's a lot of money.
6: Do you have what it takes to get to the
5: top? Probably not. And this is the Paul Rubens edition of Mallers Mountain of Money. Rest in peace, Pee-wee Herman. Pee-wee's Playhouse. Yeah, yeah. You had to live it. You had to live it. You had to experience Pee-Wee's Playhouse. But let's welcome in our contestants. We've got Jiggy oh, no. in Orlando, who's going to play. Hello, Jiggy. Welcome. Oh, boy. What's going on? Hold on a second there. Uh, Jig- are you there, Jiggy? All hell's breaking loose. Yes, Hello, Jiggy. Yes, yes, Jiggy. Yes, I can hear you. Welcome. Okay. How's everything in Orlando? Everything good?
6: Everything is uh, nice and hot, I guess.
5: Yes. As it's supposed yeah. to be this time of the year.
6: Yeah, very brutal.
5: Yeah, all right, just stay stay indoors. We have Justin with the AC on. Justin in Cincinnati. Hello, or the North Enchanted Forest, whatever. Hello, Justin. Hey,
6: Blair's been in the bush more than me lately, that's for sure. <laughs> all right.
5: Well, let's play the game, Coop. What are the categories here? And Actually, what are the teams? Uh, Jiggy, who do you want to partner up with, Jiggy? I will partner up with you. All right. Good job by you, Jiggy. We're going to win this game. and
4: Eddie. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, this is the rest in peace Paul Rubens edition. Uh, the categories are Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Batman Returns, Mystery Men, and The Tripper. All right. Jiggy, you were on first. Which category would you like? Uh, what was the first one
6: you said?
4: Pee-wee's Big Adventure.
6: Yeah,
4: let's do that. All right. Uh, all right, and Justin, which category would you like?
6: Uh,
4: the first one. He, he
5: just said the first <laughs> one. <laughs> Second one. It all right, the ba- <laughs> Batman returns. He's paying no attention all at right. all. He's so high right now; he has no idea what's going on. Okay, so you picked Pee Wee's Big Adventure. These athletes have all been robbed. Is that correct? Cooper? Yes, that is correct. Uh, right. We need the first and last
4: name of the athlete in order for you to receive points. Forty-five seconds on the clock, Jiggy. Are you ready? Uh, I guess
5: yes. All right, begin. All right, start. Tight end for the Patriots. He went to the Buccaneers and just retired recently.
6: Gronk. Uh, Gronkowski.
5: What's his first name?
6: Rob Gronkowski.
5: Yes, uh, the the glove for the Seattle SuperSonics Hall of Fame guard in the NBA. Uh, starting s- this, starting pitcher for the ya- starting pitcher for the Yankees, fat guy, uh, African American. He's no longer pitching for the Yankees. He won some Cy Young awards, at least one. Oh, come on! Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, safety for the Washington Redskins. He was murdered in a home invasion robbery. Oh, uh, John Taylor, I'll help you out. Oh, thanks. Uh, uh, no, that's not it. Wow, you. So, uh, I mean, Jiggy. I'm sorry. I didn't bring my A game today. I'm sorry. All right, Eddie. or your B game. Right, uh, I'm gonna go to the bullpen, Jay. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Thank you. All right. Uh, I'm done. Uh, go ahead, Eddie. Uh, I'm gonna right. the bullpen. Hold on. Say, Josh, are you there, Josh? Josh, yeah. I'm calling you in out of the bullpen, Josh. I need you, Josh. All right. Josh back. is in Washington. All right. Well, All right, you got. By, Josh. You got Ray 50. Payton, you got
4: 50 uh, points because uh, Justin gave you Sean Taylor.
5: <laughs> uh you <laughs> missed. Gary Payton with cancer on the glove.
4: That's right. Gary Payton yeah. and CC Sabathia. So, Justin and Eddie are up next. Batman Returns is the category. These athletes all return to the team that drafted them. 45 seconds on the clock. Begin.
8: Uh, former Miami Heat star. Uh, won titles with Shaq. And 48. with, yes. Uh, Cardinal Slugger was MVP. Then he went to the Angels. Wasn't very good there. Uh, Hall of Fame tight end. He did a show with Skip Bayless. And he quit recently.
6: Uh, the horse face, sham
8: chart Yeah, uh, Hall of Fame defensive back. He won uh, the Heisman at Michigan. Charles Woodson. Uh, star defensive end for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, the Wiz lo- Yes. Um, former uh, Pistons guard out of Kentucky. Uh, last name would be like the son of a king. Hey, Sean Prince. I hate uh, Yeah. Uh, boy, just got traded with C.J. Cron from the Rockies to the Angels. Cron. I mean, Cron. Yeah. If you pay attention to the transactions yesterday. I don't know what other clue nah. to give you on this guy. All
5: right, yeah, no, Randall no, no. Gritchett. Okay. Oh, we boy. got a shot. We got a shot, Eddie. You didn't run the board. Two hundred and forty points. Not
8: that good, Eddie. <laughs> Pretty good.
5: Bad job. By All you.
4: right, uh, Josh. Would you like Mystery Men or the Tripper?
5: Uh, mystery. mystery. All right, men. Mystery okay. Men.
4: These athletes are or were considered inconsistent. What you got for them from them was a mystery. Forty-five seconds on the clock. Begin. All
5: right, quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys right now. Uh yeah, Jack Prescott. Okay. We're off to a flying start. Uh not not Peyton, but his brother. His brother played for the Giants. Oh, uh, Leonard. Yes. Uh star with the Clippers, not Kawhi Leonard, but the other star with the Clippers right now. Oh God. I'm not bad. Played for the that. Indiana Pacers. All right. Uh, defensive back had a lot of kids. Uh, tried to remember all their names. Famous video.
6: Antonio
5: Cromartie. Okay, thank you. Oh, um, appreciate that. Uh, pitcher for the Marlins and the Red Sox. He won two World Series. Known for eating chicken, beer, playing video games. There was a baseball card magazine that had the same name Can't as
8: what? Whoa. He didn't say what it was. Josh sure. Beckett. Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the bullpen again, Eddie. You can't. I'm it's going over. to the bullpen Let's again. Let's run up the score, Justin. Let's <laughs> oh, run up score. Like the score.
6: Clippers in the playoffs.
5: Man. All right,
4: the tripper. God. These athletes were all considered dirty. 45 seconds, go. Two, two Hall of Fame are...
8: linebacker for the Ravens. Who white suit, <coughs> Super Bowl. Ray Lewis. Uh, third baseman, star for the Orioles. Then he went to the Dodgers. Wasn't any good. He's on the Padres now, stealing money.
6: Manny Machado. Uh,
8: hard-hitting defensive back for the Chargers and the Patriots. He's on TV now on NBC. Kind of a dirty guy.
6: Junior say or not junior say
8: out uh, defense pass. back safety safety. Uh, oh, I think they got rid of him. Uh, racist. Uh, old Harrison. Yes. Oh, we're out of time, Eddie. I'm sorry, uh, you went too long there, Eddie. Yeah, uh, we win anyway. Nah, what a, nah, boy, nah, that was a nah, that
5: was drubbing. A weird, tremendous competition. The journey to a smoke-free future
7: can be a long and winding road, but if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, no smoke. No spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke free, spit free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
2: I'm Diosa. and I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novela, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio, Season 9 Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen.